But even as we in all rational souls judge aright of the things beneath us, so does, does he alone, who is truth itself, pass judgment upon us when we claim to deny. But the Father judges him not, for he is the truth no less than himself. Consequently, whatever the Father judges, he judges through it. St. Augustine concludes, Therefore the Father judges no man, but has given all judgment to the Son. Again, Christ merited his kingship by his passion, death, and resurrection, and his glorious ascension. He was falsely accused. He was hypocritically condemned. An instance of which we see a distance, prefigured in the life of Job, to whom it was said, Thy cause has have been judged as the weak, as that of the weak. The cause and judgment, thou shalt recover. St. Augustine proclaims of Christ's reign, the judge shall sit who stood for a judge. He shall condemn the truly wicked, who himself is falsely reputed wicked. So we must understand that judiciary power belongs to Christ as man on account of both his divine personality, the fact of his being a divine person, and the dignity of his headship, the plenitude of sanctifying grace in his soul. And yet, he obtained it for merits, so that in accordance with the divine justice, he should be the judge who fought for God's justice and who conquered, and who was unjustly condemned. He himself says, people of the apocalypse, I have overcome and am set down in my Father's throne. His, his power to judge, which is meant by the term throne, according to Psalm 9, verse 5, Thou hast sat on the throne who judges justice. Pope Pius XI, who instituted this feast of Christ the King on the 11th of December, year 1925, who most succinctly and presciently points out the need for a celebration of our Lord's kingship in a world which has spurned his loving advances and thrown off his yoke. In this madness of radical self-determination and autonomy, Though we talk towards our rulers outside the borders of his saving empire, this feast day offer, offers us a chance to once again pay our due homage to our eternal king. Pope Pius XI put, Nations will be reminded by the annual celebration of this feast that not only private individuals, but also rulers and princes are bound to give public honor and obedience to Christ. It will call to their minds the thought of the last judgment, wherein Christ, who has been cast out of public life, despised, neglected, and ignored, will most severely avenge these insults. For his kingly dignity demands that the state should take account of the commandments of God and of Christian principles, both in making laws and in administering justice and also in providing for the young a sound moral education. And though, dear, and though, dear faithful, Christ is the, the King, we have a duty 
each and every one of us to help bring about his kingship in, in this world. It is no secret to you, most of you, I hope all of you are aware, that there is a chance to vote these upcoming midterm elections on, on November 8th. Well, what is in the Catholic Catechism is true and will never change. There are certain grave evils. In our day, unfortunately, abortion, preeminent among them, which are always and everywhere evil, intrinsically evil. And it is never permissible for a Catholic vote for candidates who support abortion and these other grave evils, this evil that is saved, transgender ideology. All of this comes from the devil, dear neighbor. You have a duty before you to reject it in the voting booth. I know that all of you know this, I hope, for the most part, I hope, preaching to the one. But remember, it is not out of the love of condemnation that is distasteful to condemn. But think of the words of the preface to this very special proper preface for the feast of Christ the King, which speaks of Christ who came into this world to found a kingdom of love, of justice, of peace. Well, sacrificing tiny babies to Moloch, to this demon, this, I think we can all agree, is far, very far indeed, from a kingdom of love, of justice, and peace. So do your part, dear faithful. May we all do our part. May we take up once again the yoke of the sweet yoke the reign of Christ in our lives, both private and public, especially public these days, which we've thrown off by our sins. None of us escape condemnation, but we repent. None of us, I should say, none of us escape the guilt of our sins, but we trust in the infinite mercy of God that we repent. Maybe, please God, serve as an example for the others. For when Christ comes again as the just judge, he will reward those subjects who, though tried by fire, have remained one throughout the all. In the name of the Father, the Son, and the Holy Ghost, Amen.